Hello, my name is Christopher. And I'm Jennifer. Welcome to Becoming, Becoming Gonzalez. I don't know if you guys heard that, but my wife just tried to hide a cough. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So how you been doing, babe? Been doing. How are you? I'm doing well. It's been about two weeks since we've last recorded. Coming fresh off of Thanksgiving. And we had a great time. I had a great time. How that's about good. you? I had a great time. Yeah. It was nice and... Ease. Nice and easy. Yeah. It was low key this year. Mm-hmm. I feel like this year wasn't stressful. Yeah. I don't know if that's coming with our age or coming with learning how to enjoy simple things more and not try to go over the top, you know? You mean you? Me. You got jokes. I um, got a few up my sleeve. Mm hmm. Comedy genius. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. It's been a while, huh? Yes. You ever stop and think about how much we've been through in five years? All the time. We've been through a lot. We used to live over there in the projects on East Street. We didn't live there, but... Across the street from the projects. across the street, yes. Humble beginnings. I mean, we still live in an apartment, but... Man. Next year we'll, Lord willing, live in a house. It felt like in, yes, I am looking forward to a house. But it felt in the first three to five years, we spent the majority of our marriage in the hospital. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. Every other six months to a year, we were at Vanderbilt for something. Yeah. It's me, guys, it's me. Hello, it's me again. <laughs> but... That I feel like in the five years with that kind of stuff happening to us, almost, I guess you would say, traumatic stuff. Mm-hmm. And in anybody else's head, it would be labeled traumatic. Miscarriages, births of children, car wrecks, semi-truck wrecks. Um, what else is there? All that type of stuff. I can't think. I think that's pretty much the majority majority of everything that happened to us. But anybody else is in the world is going to label those type of things as traumatic. And for that to happen, for that to happen multiple times in the span of basically three years, that can make or break a lot of people from a mental perspective and as well as physical. But it's yeah. been a journey and it's been fun, specifically yeah. with you. Well, most of the time I wasn't really hurt, so I was just tagging along. <laughs> You're like, oh, here we go again. Oh, here we go again. We spent a lot of nights. Well, weren't we at the hospital one time for you? When I got in a wreck. And then I think one time when I thought I broke something. Yeah. So it's not always me. Majority of it is me. Mm-hmm. But... Hey, you got me pregnant, okay? Touche. So. When talking about that, that is actually what we're going to be covering today. 
not pregnancy. Talking but, about our baby girl. But our baby girl, our big two-year-old Alethea Grace Gonzalez. And it's so- hard to imagine this much time has passed with her already, too. Mm-hmm. She is a joy. A character full of emotions. I guess you could say like her mother. She's like... She's a lot like me. You know, every morning she wakes up, she's like those toys that you take and you wind it up on the side and you wind it and 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 then you just let it go and it goes... (laughs) That's how she is every morning when she wakes up. She She wasn't like that this morning, though. Most mornings. She was under the weather this morning. But that's what I'm saying. Breakfast time, she's getting wounded and wounded and wounded and wounded. Then... What am I going to get into today? (laughs) Then as soon as breakfast is over, it's a wrap. She's everywhere. She's in the kitchen. She's on the table. She's on the couches. Vitamin chocolate milk. Mm -hmm. And then she's balancing off the walls. She's in the bathroom. She's in the closets. She's looking for the fly swatter. She's trying to kill Praising bugs. Jesus. She's jumping on the couch. She's singing at the top of her lungs. Just, she is a tornado of awesomeness. <laughs> I love her so much. Yes. She's a beautiful joy. Well, we're going to start with. At the beginning of 2021. What happened at the beginning of 2021? I'm finding out I was pregnant with her. And I also got to get an ultrasound that following week. Because I didn't know how far along I was. Mm So. And I missed my period. And usually when I miss my period. That's the first thing that I really go to. Unless if I'm just late. Sometimes it comes late, mm-hmm. but we definitely weren't trying to have any children. No, well, we kind of were. We kind of weren't. No, we weren't. I think I got lackadaisical because up until that point, I kept being like, "Man, it's been a long time. We have had any more kids?" Yeah, been eighteen months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. You were extra lovey-dovey during this pregnancy. Me? Yes, you. You was all over the place. I guess that explains a lot because she was a girl. Yeah. But we didn't know that yet. But yeah. she... I mean, you were... I was worried mm-hmm. the first trimester because of everything that happened. I wasn't sure you were going to be able to successfully carry another child mm-hmm. backstory is because we had a miscarriage on the first child then she got pregnant again we had Gianni and then Alethea is the third one so it's like rolled the dice the first time you didn't get the result you wanted rolled it again you got a good result a good Gianni's a great result okay this is true and then you roll it a third time, and you're kind of worried because you don't know what side of the fence you're going to fall upon. Mm-hmm. And I was praying for the best, and I always was trying to have the best mindset and mind frame 
with looking towards the future and about what was going to happen. Yeah. I wasn't that sick with her this pregnancy. I was a little bit, but not as much as I was with Gianni and baby Chris. Mm-hmm. I was all over the place with them. Right. Usually they say girls make you, re- when you're pregnant with a girl, they make you really sick. But that's just from all, coming from a lot of other Maybe people. Maybe because you are so alike. That's why you didn't get that sick. <laughs> Me and her came on good terms. <laughs> it's so um, funny because sometimes you're our best friends and other times you get so upset with her. Like when we're trying to go to bed at night. Huh. And she said, That's how you are with mommy, Gianni. I'm with you. And she'll be like, Chris, take her. I'm done. Take her. Now. Leave me alone. Like, I love her to death. For some days, I just need at least five minutes to myself. I can't even go to the bathroom by myself. You don't get that luxury no more for the next 25 years. <laughs> you already know that. You try to, She tried to go to the bathroom without... For her to be alone for me. That don't even work out. That's not happening. I got something to tell you. And I can't wait. I guess that we could, I guess it feels least be true. Because sometimes when you're in the bathroom, I come in there too. Uh-huh. Hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, I had my cerclage again with this pregnancy because they recommended it. Um... And I was around 12 weeks, usually when they put it in. It's a quick hour pr- procedure. You're awake. Explain to oh, us well, what a cerclage is. Um, a cerclage is where they sew your cervix um, to keep the baby in as long as possible. And Why so the, do they have to do that? Because my body likes to go into preterm labor. Your uterus likes to open up prematurely? Yes. Okay. Just ask them for clarity purposes. For you or for everybody else? For everyone, including myself. Yes. Um, Were you nervous to get in a second cerclage? You had to get one with Gianni, correct? Yes. I wasn't nervous. Like, I knew what was going to happen. I was just... I was praying that I was able to pee fast enough after the procedure... Um, so I could go home. Right. Because that's usually hurt? what takes the longest after the procedure is to be able to pee on your own. Mm-hmm. And it took the longest for me with Gianni to actually be able to go to the bathroom after that procedure. Why is this? And I threw up, too. Why, why does it take a long time to use the restroom after that surgery? Um... Because I think they put a catheter in during the procedure. It's an hour procedure, but the procedure itself is like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. But what they they have to like put a a basically like an epidural thing in your back, make your body super numb, put oxygen on your nose, um, give you some sleepy medicine. Mm-hmm. And if you want to know the rest of the details, you can look that up because it's a little much for some. Um, and then, yeah. But also trying to walk 
because of your body from your stomach to your the tip of your toes um it's numb and also trying to get your balance back from walking or walking and yeah so i had that done got to go home within like two hours after the procedure um we didn't tell anyone uh, on social media like didn't post about it um until after my surgery just for clarification didn't want to spread the news even though it was exciting news um didn't want to spread the news until after right to um daddy yes sir this wish died we'll plug um, it up gianni was only two years old at the time when uh I found out, and he was happy that he was going to be a big brother. He was really happy. He was like, what? You have a baby in your belly? Uh -huh. <laughs> He's pretty chill. Yes. All right. He has his moments, but for the most part. Um, around springtime of 2021, we found out you were a girl. Let's talk about that. Can I play on Alethea's tablet? So, we thought Alethea was a boy, right? Mm, no. No, we thought Gianni was a girl? Yeah, that was Gianni's preg pregnancy. Um, we thought Gianni was a girl because we had a boy prior. And... This pregnancy, I felt like it was a girl. I just didn't really want to say anything. A lot of people in the family thought it was a girl I too. On this one. No, on you didn't that. guess. You felt like it was a girl, but you didn't say it out loud. You only told me. You didn't tell everybody else. I think you just wanted to be surprised. I kept saying all I was worried about was a healthy marriage. Uh, a, healthy, <laughs> a healthy pregnancy. Um. I went into the ultrasound area. Um, the lady told me, and I recorded it. Um, and then my husband watched it afterwards. I got out of it and watched it afterwards, and I recorded him finding out, and that's how everybody else found out. In the family is watching that video because he said what it was. And little, did I cry? No, you had a big smile on your face. You didn't cry. I don't think you cried. Super excited. Yeah, you were excited because you have the best of both worlds. You have a boy and a girl. Um, this pregnancy was very easy for me, I would say, more so than it was with Gianni. I, it wasn't as stressful. I was able to do a lot more, but also still have to be relaxing every once in a while. Um, I didn't work because my doctor did not want me to because of me being high risk. Um, my cravings, I had a few cravings. I've always wanted a Coke, like a Coca, like a Coca-Cola. What about That's pickles? I don't like pickles. 
I didn't like pickles with Alexia, did I? I don't know. I'm just messing with you. Oh. I love pickles. Uh, <laughs> um, I always had Mexican food. Mm. I liked the Olive Garden salad. That's one thing that I did crave with her. We haven't had Olive Garden since your birthday. Oh, I know. That was in August. Yeah. And we're in December now. <laughs> oh, guys, I got a mission. Y'all heard that? <laughs> that was in her voice. Young men, you guys got to pick up on that. Women speaking Morse code. You got to and get them taps and stuff. Get them antennas ready. <laughs> you're you laughing, but you know I'm laughing. <laughs> you're never going to admit it. Y'all got a secret language. If you say so. And the you whole don't. Point, the whole point of and me is to decode the message. What's the message today? I know when he does his messages. <laughs> <laughs> It's a dance. <laughs> Gianni uh, and you were great helpers during the pregnancy. He always helped me. He always liked to talk to her and whisper to her in my belly. He'd be like, I love you so much, Alethea. I can't wait to meet you. Yeah, he did. That's yeah. when we had the Papasan chair. And me and him would be in there chilling. And then one time, me and Gianni and Prince fell asleep in the Papasan chair. Do you remember that? Yes, sir. I don't really remember You got that. a picture of that. Oh. Then, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just enjoying Gianni's last moments of being an only child. It was very, very bittersweet for me. I'm like, oh. I'm excited to bring Alethea into the world. And then also, like, I enjoyed having Gianni by himself, too. So this was, would have been the time... That I was working at West Coast Taco Shop, right? Yes. All right, Gianni, go learn how to deal with conflict. She's using it right now. And when your thing is charged, you can turn it back on. We're recording. So either join us at the table or go to your room. But you need to be quiet. We're recording. But I want to like his tablet. We went on a date before... We had the baby. Well, what I was trying to say was... I was trying to say something. Oh, what were you trying to say? So this would have been the time that I was working at West Coast Taco Shop, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just trying to bring you back all to remember. So this is also the time during COVID. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, sort of. It was after, it was it was after COVID. COVID, but they still had, like, a few restrictions. Yeah. Like with the hospital, for an Interesting example, part we couldn't of my have life. family in the hospital, so that was the when I had to give birth. That was the longest I had to be away from Gianni, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the first time. I didn't like COVID, so I don't like to remember a, a lot anything associated around that time frame. Yeah, it so messed I, up a lot of things. It didn't mess up a lot of well, yes, it did mess up a lot of things, but it revealed a lot of things too mm-hmm. about the world, about people. About fear. Yes. But on August 30th, we went to the hospital. I was having a lot of um, contractions and a lot of pressure on my cerclage. And when you feel a lot of pressure on your cerclage, you're supposed to go to the hospital because the baby's probably trying to come out. Right. And you don't want it to tear your right. cervix. They so. sewed the cervix shut. Mm-hmm. So they had to cut it. 
like dilated, like two, three. You think about it like thread. Mm-hmm. Starting to try to open at the seams. Yeah, that's pretty painful. <laughs> that's nasty. <laughs> yeah, you know what I have to go through. Mm, but this is why they, she, the woman, be like, "I hate you." <laughs> <laughs> what? Why they're pushing the baby out? Well, you I was very grateful. <laughs> I was very grateful I got to be able to vaginally have Valathia because I waited long enough to heal from my C-section with Gianni. Mm -hmm. If you want to learn and know about Gianni's um, birth story, he is a few episodes prior, so you can go back and listen to that. Yep. You can tell your friends about it, too. Yes. (laughs) We like to share our stories. So, um, on, so I had to stay there, had all my medicine, um, they kept me because I was obviously going into labor, mm-hmm. and then August 31st came around in the late afternoon, Alethea Grace Gonzalez was born. I got mm-hmm. to push her out. I pushed for what, how long did you say? Like five minutes? So let's talk about the setting. The setting. So it was during COVID, so me and you were the only ones allowed in the hospital. I know. That's why. I, that's what I said. Oh, okay. It was nice, though, too, because you wanted that to happen also. Kind of, to an extent. Yeah. That was when Casey and Will and Odie, we were still all pretty cool and chill and close. Yeah. We're still cool, but back then we were close. Uh-huh. And I remember texting them. I woke up, and I just remember it was time, and I texted them. And I did the same thing with when Gianni was born. Mm-hmm. And I remember waking up, and it was just, I was laying on that. At the hospital room we had was a bed was underneath the window. Remember that? It was mm-hmm. attached, and I was laying on there sleeping. The doctors would come in and check on you, and it wouldn't be time, so I would go back to sleep. And then I'll wake up again, and this went on for a while. And then they came in there, and they didn't even wake me up. <laughs> they just said, it's time. And I just turned over. They wasn't going to wake me up at all. They weren't worried about Their job is not to worry about the dad at all. Mm-hmm. They're just worrying about you. And the baby. And I got up, and I remember I came around the corner. And then there was all those nurses in there, and there was that guy who was a nurse, and he had a lot of funny jokes and humor. Mm-hmm. And I was getting emotional. He was he was a character. He was so funny. Yeah, and I was getting super emotional. Mm-hmm. And I think all the girl nurses was feeling that, and they was starting to get emotional. It was like a good emotion, because when Alethea came out, it was just something. So mm-hmm. much pressure was lifted off my shoulders, and I was having a girl. It was my first girl, and there was a lot of pressure on my shoulders because of what had been happening in my life prior to this. So, of course, I was naturally worried, but the whole time I was trying to be strong, mm-hmm. you know? And then as soon as I saw Lathia and heard her say that cry, 
Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, my she heart had... broke in two in the best way possible. <laughs> it shattered into a million pieces, and every time I heard her voice, it just kept coming back together. And I was crying. I had no words coming out of my mouth or nothing. It was just straight yeah. tears of joy. That never happened to me before. We have a lot of pictures. Tears of joy. I was basically sobbing because I was so happy, but I wasn't making no sounds or nothing. I was just sitting there looking at her. Mm-hmm. And then all... you were able to cut come yeah. together and then you finally said her name and all the ladies was like oh sir you want to come over here and hold your daughter <laughs> <laughs> it was too funny yeah it, it hurt though the ring of fire is no joke for mm. you ladies out there yeah sometimes i'll be forgetting how strong females are and especially when you go through it together and you realize how strong your wife is Mm-hmm. Seeing your wife push out a human being is crazy. Mm-hmm. And also having your support too, like watching, like I was looking at Chris a few times when I was delivering both children. It was you have a moment and then you go back to doing what you're supposed to do, pushing out a child. Yeah. <laughs> but. I think it took, like, what, five minutes to push her out? Because she was born early. She was born at 33 and a half And I weeks. kept telling you to push in your ear. Mm-hmm. Wow. You're like, you can do it. That's what but she said, too. But it was intense. I, she, you, how red did I turn? <laughs> I wasn't worried about it. I was really, like, whispering in your ear, and I knew you were pushing out the baby, and a part of me didn't want to look down. Mm-hmm. And so I was just focused on I was trying to just look at your ear. <laughs> <laughs> Try to just look at your ear and be like talking to you, basically feeling like it's like Michael Jordan giving Scottie Pippen a pep talk. Come on, man, you got this. Get in the game. You right there, man. Come on, we got this. And that was really serious and intense. That's funny. Man. She had such a dramatic cry oh when she gosh. came out. Everyone was laughing at her because I was. She, they were like, "Oh, honey, it's okay," because mm-hmm. she had the like. Uh, like so sassy, <laughs> sassy out the womb. Yep. I finally had my first meal after two days of being in the hospital. I was so excited to you eat. You wanted a cheeseburger? No, I didn't. I wanted Taco Mama. And which I walked is... down the street and went and got it for you. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. You a great husband. I'm a what? Great husband. You guys, hear that? You better tap in. Lay the foundation, boys. <laughs> He's so funny. Um, she had to be in the NICU. Uh, I was able to hold her for a little bit, but she had to be in the NICU for about less than a month or about a month. Did we stay in the Ronald McDonald house? No, because Gianni wasn't allowed to be there. So I... Um, we didn't talk about that one, about Gianni. So when you had Gianni, we got the pleasure of staying at the Ronald McDonald house in Nashville for like week. three weeks. Yeah. We got that to, was cool. Yeah. It was nice. And to be able to just walk across the street to go see my child whenever I mm-hmm. wanted because he was in the NICU. He didn't have a room by himself. But Alethea, because the things were differently and she was progressing so well, she was um, able to get a room by herself. So I was able to stay in the room with her. And you got to go home to be with Gianni. Yeah, you see, sometimes just thinking about all this stuff right now, 
telling myself I need to learn how to slow down. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it feel like it was just yesterday that stuff happened? And we was worrying about mm-hmm. so much stuff back then about how we was going to have money and all that stuff. How I was going to have a job. Do you remember back then I was going from job to job to job? I was working at a call center. Mm-hmm. I did newspaper. I did a taco shop. I did a grocery store. You did Amazon. Oh, I tried to work in the Amazon factory. That was probably the worst thing I ever did. That was so, so bad for me. Yeah. I, in the whole time, and sometimes even you now. the graveyard I'm, shift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But sometimes even to now in the present, the only thing that I'm really, really focused and worried about is money. I need some, not like money as in I love the money, but I need some money. I need mm-hmm. some money. I need some money. I'm going to get some money. Yeah. And when you really think about it, it's not that much money to have a roof over your head, buy a decent amount of food, and pay your bills. Yeah. What costs a lot is wanting to always buy more stuff to be honest mm-hmm. wow my mind's just running right now i'm in my Daddy dave ramsey toys. right now because <laughs> like gianni's playing bible stories um, dinosaurs yes. oh okay did you let him no. are you telling on him no. oh do you have a problem Okay. Um, Wanna come join us? We're recording the podcast. We're almost been. We're talking about you, little girl. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the story of Alethea Grace. Which is you. And we're glad that you're here, actually. We wanted you a part of this interview. So, can you tell me what is one of your favorite activities? (laughs) Do you like to color? Yes. Yeah. I got another question for you. Can I ask you another question? Yes. Look at me. What's your favorite color? Uh, Say it out loud. What's your favorite color? Yellow. Yellow. Yes. (laughs) Yellow. Who it? Um. What is your favorite thing right now that Uh, you always ask to see? I like. I want to be yes. The what? You want the what? A Grinch A Grinch dress. You want a Grinch dress? <laughs> Do you like the Grinch? Yes. <laughs> You're so funny. Okay, tell me your favorite toy. Um, my toy. Which one? Baby doll. Baby doll. Is it baby doll? It's my baby doll. Okay. And do you know the Pledge of Allegiance already? Yes. Can You want to do it with me? I'll do it with you. Uh, okay, cover our chest. Are you ready? Yes. I, I pledge allegiance to the flag. Of America. Into the Republic. Into the Republic. Say it loud. For which She'll say it. She'll say it. Keep saying it. Say it normal. Talk. Don't whisper. 
Come on, Grace, you can do it. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic. Say it out loud. She's getting shy. And to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Mm-hmm. Great job. Did you try your best? Yes. Good job. High five. Alright. So, your favorite color is yellow. Right? Your favorite toy is a baby doll. Right? Right. Okay. What is... You ready for this one? Yes. What is your favorite food? You like to eat. Why? Just when chicken I chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Okay. Oh, you so and your funny. brother love chicken nuggets. I would agree with that. So you like popcorn chicken from Publix? Yes. You like chicken nuggets from Chick Fil A? Yes. You like chicken nuggets from Burger King? Yes. Okay. Anywhere else? Yes. Yes. What place? Chicken nuggets. Oh, chicken nuggets. Buy chicken nuggets? Yes. Oh, okay. You have any questions for me? Uh, uh, five. Hot fries. Can you have she, fries? She likes hot fries. Oh, you like hot fries. Is that correct? They're hot. Mm-hmm. But they're good? Yes. Okay. Is there any more foods that you want to tell us about? Yes. Which ones? I like fruit. Fruit. You like fruit? What kind of fruit do you like, babe? What kind of food do you like? Um, orange fruit. Or- oranges? Me too. So. I want orange, Mom. In a second. So, getting back to what happened when you were born, Alethea. Uh, After you were born, ow. Mommy and Daddy had to be away from Gianni for a whole week. And that was the longest in his life up until that point. He was away from us, correct? Mm-hmm. He was with my parents. He was with both of our parents. And then he went with your mom mm-hmm. for a little bit and spent the night for a few days. Until we came home with her. Right, 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 So the first right. half, it was with your parents, and then you went home, and then you dropped him off at my mom's. Oh, Jones. yeah, yeah, I remember now. And then the, he spent a few days with them, a few weeks, <laughs> actually, and then we came home. You'd be getting emotional when I would be with him. Yeah, he would be emotional, too. He would be crying on the phone. Mm-hmm. Like, do Mommy. Like, he would do, like, video time, uh, video FaceTime? Face video. Well, it's not called FaceTime on Android, but... It's called Duo. Yeah, you know what I mean. And... It was a good moment. It was a very good moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Getting a little off track. So... After... She was in the... She was born on August 31st, but we stayed at the hospital for almost three more weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So we were there August 31st was when she was born. Jennifer had been there a few days before the 31st. And then we didn't leave the hospital till September 14th, correct? Yes, with her. With Alethea. She got to go home that evening on September mm -hmm. 14th. Right. And she got, and we did the, uh, what do you call that? Like the, we the did, parade. We, we went, yeah. took, well, toured her around town. Remember the first place we went to eat was Panera Bread. Well, that was one of the first outings. That's the first place we took her when we got home. Mommy. Which was Panera Bread. But Where? Okay, never mind. We lived in our apartment. Yes. Um, when we surprised everyone, because we didn't tell anybody that we were bringing her home. We didn't tell everyone that we were bringing her home. Okay. And we were on our way home because I wanted... I told my mom I wanted yeah. to see Gianni, and they were like, oh, does she have to stay there for a couple more days? And I didn't answer the question, but I I went around it. And we, my mom met us at a gas station to drop off um, Gianni, and I was like, we have a surprise for you. It's in the car. Uh -huh. And she was like, you have a life, yeah? uh -huh. And she was so excited. She was crying. Yeah, she was crying. She got to see her first grand, her granddaughter. Right. And she got to see her. Like, we didn't take her out of the car seat yet. Um, but Gianni crying. got to meet her her for the first time and that was very nice. How do you pronounce her name? Oh, Lethia. Lethia. That's how he said. That's how he said. He, he said, hi, two, Lethia. He was two years old. Yes. And now fast forward to now, Gianni's four and Alethea is two years old. Mm-hmm. Don't get any ideas. What do you mean? Oh, about <laughs> having children every two years? Yeah. Well, we did have we were having another baby, but he's with the good Lord. Mm -hmm. so. It's funny because I have actually been mentioning that kind of stuff to Jennifer. Well, they're both they're two years apart. Now's the time. Have a third. <laughs> I mean, unless otherwise, I'm not trying right now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to have any more children, but sometimes when you just like I said earlier, slow down and you'd be enjoying it with your child and then you look at the memories and you'd be like, man, I could I could go for another round of that. It's hard, but it's super You're rewarding. You're not home all the time like I am. I stay home 24-7. But I am, would you not say that I am around you and the children more than the average 40 Hour plus a week, man, working his job. Look. Yeah. Look. Well, that's a positive. Look, Dad. Yes. Look. It's more of a like a possibility for me to get pregnant again as well. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah, that's a little TMI. But it's okay. I think I really, really enjoyed the line of work that I do as far as. I am more or less 
I can work whenever I want to, but that also means if I don't want to work, I don't work. So that puts a little bit of a caveat or a little bit of a different type of pressure on me than the normal person who is expected to show up at their job at X, Y, Z at this time on this date with this schedule. And so I personally love it. I know for a long time I was very hesitant about joining that type of work, basically gig working, because I didn't think you could uh, pay your bills and survive off of that type of thing. But I've noticed that I strive to do a little bit more above and beyond. That's why I didn't like working a nine-to-five. The nine-to-five companies really don't want you to strive for above and beyond. They really just want you to strive for what they interpret as their above and beyond. But it's not really on a personal level. And for me, I couldn't stand the restraints of that kind of thing. Like when I worked in a restaurant, they're like, oh, you're a good worker and a good quote unquote leader by example, but we don't want all that. We just want you to just do your job and go home. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And for me, that ate me up on the inside. Yeah. And so now that I work at my own pace, my own pace is mamba mode. I'm like a gazelle. I work and I work hard. I work fast and I enjoy my work. Yeah. I really like my work and I do gig working full time up until this is the first year that I've done this. I've done it for almost a whole year now. And my my dad kept telling me you should try it out, Chris. You can make this amount of money a week. And it was I thought you were doing math. it before him. I, I never did it full time. Uh-huh. I always did it just on the part time. And like a supplement to working. He said you should just try go all in and do like multiple gig services. And just try to do it full time. And I was always reluctant. But in the last year, I've been doing all that since I left my job, I think in April. So it's been almost nine months or more, close to nine months, nine, ten months of doing this gig work entrepreneurship to a certain extent. And you have to be really self-motivated. But by a numbers perspective, I've made 25% more money this year than I've ever made. Mm Mm-hmm. And I had to work in Nashville, and I was still not making this type of money. And I now I just work at home, or not work at home, I work in my city that I live in. I was grown and raised here, so I know the roads, and I just drive all day and help people. Yeah. And it's satisfying. It's nice when you know you're getting paid by a real person, not just getting paid by some organization. Mm-hmm. To extent, I mean, that's the way I choose to look at it because people can still say, well, you are working for an organization, which I understand that, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, sorry to get off on a tirade, but in retrospect, tying this back to Thanksgiving, I'm just thankful. Yeah. I'm being really moving too fast. Thanks, sitting down and recording these podcasts with you and actually getting on the same mental wavelength and being able to just discuss I feel like is really good for us in our marriage and it also be making me put things in perspective you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and so I'm really thankful for you 
I'm thankful for you too, babe, and our beautiful children. And, and I'm thankful for our children. I'm thankful for the Lord. Thankful for everything that He's done for me and that He's going to keep doing for me. And I would hope that people would be a little refreshed and renewed from hearing this episode this week. And if you like what you hear, subscribe to our channel. And share it with your family and friends. Exactly. Share it with your friends and family. And we will be back with you guys next week for another episode of Becoming Gonzalez. God bless you. Thank you.